Driving the Future is a podcast about where the automotive industry is going and how not only to keep up with the rapidly changing world of business, but to shape it. In this episode of Driving the Future, we turn things over to the Automotive News Europe podcast for the third episode of Rising Star Speak series. This time, we'll dive into the world of intelligent operations and the role it plays with providing disruptive solutions to keep up with the progressive needs of the automotive companies. Host Luca Schiferi from Automotive News Europe talks with Virginie Maillard, head of Siemens Technology USA, and Alexander Audouin, head of global automotive Capgemini Group. They discuss intelligent industries, metaverse, and their influence on the world of automotive design, manufacturing, and engineering. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Rising Star Speak. I am Luca Ciferri, Associate Publisher and Editor at Automotive News Europe. Today with us is Virgin Mallard, is Head of Siemens Technology US and Head of Simulation and Digital Twin Fields at Siemens. Virginie has added the global research activities in simulation and digital twin of Siemens Technology since June 2018. She works in Princeton, New Jersey, and leads teams in Germany, India, and China. Welcome, Virginie. Hello. Alexander Duen is Executive Vice President, Head of Automotive Industry at Capgemini Group. This means Alexander is Capgemini Group Global Leader for the Automotive Industry, as well as Head of Automotive within Capgemini Engineering, formerly known as Altran. His role is about helping automotive clients to master intelligent industry and end-to-end software-driven transformation as they move towards sustainable mobility. Welcome, Alexander. Hello, Luca. Virginie, you were an Automotive News Europe Rising Star for Engineering back in 2015. How has the world of engineering moved on for you since then? Um, what has changed? Um, I would pick the acceleration of the trio automation, digitalization, and electrification, and also the way we work. Uh, you know, this very month of October 22, Siemens celebrates its 175-year anniversary. And this technology company has lived and shaped a lot of technology innovation from the pointer telegraph to become today a supplier leader in automation, digitalization, and electrification. And to develop more on this scope, I think the digital twin is the innovation that has changed deeply the way we design and manufacture product, in particular cars. The use of simulation is not really new. 30 years ago, I was myself a simulation engineer, calculating the vibration behavior of body cars. And, um, and the, what is new is a systematic and massive way to use it. And in Siemens, we see very well this trend because uh, all automakers uh, use uh, Siemens software. Uh, another aspect is the way we work, in the collaboration uh, ecosystem uh, mindset, and the industry all realize that they cannot do or know everything alone and that collaboration is key. That's why we see a lot of initiatives, and to name two, uh, I would I think about uh, Catenaix, the first uh, collaborative open data ecosystem for the automotive supply chain, and the uh, second is uh, Accelerator, the Siemens open digital uh, business platform launched in, in June. Alexandre, how are these changes affecting the automotive industry in particular? The automotive industry is facing some disruptions in few years beyond the COVID crisis. We are seeing those disruptions in technologies with CarOS, notably, 
and with new services for off-board and on-board. We are seeing also disruption in the ecosystem with newcomers uh, like Tier 2, uh, like, uh, you know, companies like Red Hat, uh, Foxconn, Qualcomm, NVIDIA coming in the field of uh, notably uh, CarOS. And we are seeing disruption also in the operation where we have a challenge on, on supply chain, you know that, with ships and on raw material rarification and on energy cost increase. That's the reason why we are talking in Capgemini about intelligent industry because of this new cross-linked paradigm mix the native asset of the automotive industry with new digital solution. Virginie, could you explain to us what intelligent operation means? Um, yes, I think there are different levels of um, of uh, intelligent operation. Uh, first of so the basic one is uh, when you measure some signals and then you act when there is an alert. And it is a reactive solution, but not really proactive. The second level is uh, when you analyze a large amount of data and then you organize a preventive maintenance plan according to the knowledge you get from this analysis. Uh, the next level is predictive maintenance when you analyze the data and you are smart enough to understand the mechanism of failure, predict when it will happen, and then you can anticipate a specific maintenance instead of a systematic one. And that is uh, already good. Now you save a lot of money and increase quality. But uh, in some cases, you don't have enough data available to do that. And to address these cases, uh, Siemens developed a disruptive solution called Executable Digital Twin that consists in augmenting the availability uh, of information with a kind of synthetic data uh, coming from the simulation. In a nutshell, it's a reduced model. You can run very fast at the operation site. And for me, the best example of executable digital twin is a virtual sensor. Think about that. You, you can measure the unmeasurable, for example, very high temperature on moving parts. And you can control better the operation of a machine to save energy and ensure quality. Um, this is extremely powerful. That's why in Siemens, we, we strongly believe that uh, executable digital twin will unleash a more efficient and sustainable industry. Alexand, how do intelligent operations fit into automotive in your views at Capgemini? Yeah, behind intelligent operation, we consider all what is around the product in the engineering as such, uh, in, in this case, the car. I mean, manufacturing first, uh, and at Capgemini, we elaborate smart manufacturing uh, solution with connectivity, for instance, solution in plants, uh, or improvement, as explained by, by Virginie, uh, about processes experience of the operator. Second topic is about supply chain. Finally, it's how to monitor, analyze, optimize the supply chain for having for, for example, in a perspective of having a better sustainability approach, we do it for pure packaging design to route definition and solution platform like Data Hub. The last one is about sales and after sales, and it's how to improve the, the experience in the garage repair uh, for better maintenance journey. And it's also how to improve the experience of final customer in a dealer shop uh, for their potential purchase uh, through new technology like ARVR, for instance. Virginie, I know you believe that the next step for digital twin is the industrial metaverse. Could you please define 
what industrial metaverse is and give us some examples? Yes, for, for Siemens, uh, digital twin and, and digital thread, uh, we'd already talked about, uh, the foundation of the industrial metaverse. They are already contributing to, to design, manufacture, and, and operate in the most optimized way. Uh, factories, building, transportation systems, smart cities, and so on. And the industrial metaverse will be the next step. A place for collaboration with more immersive experience and real-time interaction. Uh, that should facilitate the creation of innovative products and uh, a faster time to market. And currently, there, there is a lot of buzz uh, coming from the gaming and the social media industries talking about avatars interacting with each other in a virtual world. Well, uh, what does it mean for industrial perspective? So that's why for, for Siemens, the industrial metaverse is a place to experience the digital twin in more uh, detail. We want to visualize the digital twin, for example, with a tablet in a factory. We want to display uh, operational data on a machine in augmented reality. Um, we also want to interact with a digital twin. For example, we want designers to be able to visualize the concept they are working on, easily modify the shapes in real time and see immediately the effect of the change. And also we want to collaborate in uh, real time with other humans uh, around the digital twin. For example, a production team discussing around the factory digital twin, uh, deciding planification and optimization of a new layout for, for a shop floor, for example. Alexandre, how well prepared are automakers and suppliers for the industrial metaverse? As I touched before, from a sales point of view, OEMs are working on a final customer immersive experience. The example of a virtual sh showroom, you know, where Customer can walk around looking at, at uh, different models, colors, get a 360 view of their future car interiors, uh, see a virtual version of themselves in the car with the family. Also, it gives also to the customer a virtual copy of their future chosen vehicle, and they can uh, have an experience on that and iteratively customize it. Uh, as, as a kind of uh, example, also, uh, Sony and Honda elaborates on, on, on Metaverse, a new model for selling their, their future products. Also in engineering, it's not only uh, sales, it's also in engineering, where we could have a better convergence between design and manufacturing by using new techno, meaning to perform design review around the world, or to improve a process, complex process, like uh, geometric dimensioning and tolerancing. Thanks, Virginie. Thanks, Alexandre. Thanks, Capgemini. Stay tuned as we will be back on November 30 for the fourth episode of the Star Speak. A big thank you to Automotive News Europe for letting us share these insights with you. There's lots more where that came from, so feel free to check out the link in the show notes. That's all for now. We'll see you next time on Driving the Future.